This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. Today, we are going to try and not mention the C word too many times. It's pretty dark days, though. But let's cheer up for a moment and enjoy the big Donny Day race meeting supported by Smithy Sprint, a two-year-old and a three-year-old, which equals one big quaddy payout. Hey, I'm Lucky Nick. And I'm the Professor. Hey, Gaza, first up um, on the mailbag. Um, guess what? We've been bombarded on Facebook with anti-racing trolls. I know you're not a Facebook man, um, but, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. They've been brilliant, all the effort they gave to <laughs> with their pictures and their texts and that. Yeah. I mean, I would be personally hurt if I had any feelings. <laughs> That's, yeah, that, is, that is amazing. So we might, how do they find us? Do they listen to our podcast? I'm not too sure. There's a lot of them, though. Imagine. But there's a real movement that that's out that want that wants to ban um, racing amongst you know all sorts of things like global warming and destruction of rainforests for for chipboard and you know really big issues. But why are they why is poor racing right in the middle of all those really big things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not my point of view. You know, like I've got some horses and you know I watch them and they run around and you know old retired horses and they love jumping and laughing and eating and you know sort of a support. You know, I, I have a caveat that the industry needs to look after retired horses and not just prizes for the first and good night, Irene, for the last. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you're a greenie, you know, like you, you're a member <laughs> of the Greens, you know. And I guess, you know, we're more moderate people than the loonies in the far left and also the far right. Both sides have a lot in common, like they're fuckwits. But, you know, it's like I'm not upset by that they do it. I think it's quite funny, but they just so much energy goes towards it. Yeah, well, I think anyway. sometimes that people that um, like their animals, um, they uh, they have really strong passions for animals. Um, I think these guys are animals. I shouldn't have guys. They're probably a spunky girl. <laughs> mm. and anyway, we're going to recap. We're going to recap um, the uh, Tancred Stakes. Where'd we go? Well, um, I just before you get onto that, I had a, a mailbag item. So Peggy from the. Oh, Peninsula. did you? Sorry. Yeah, Peggy from the Peninsula. She wants to know how does she get her call on air. She wants to call us. So, Peggy, well, hang you, on. If you're listening, the isolation's kicked me out. I can't even get get in the room, so I'm using up the only phone line. I think. I was just going to say, Peggy, if you're listening, we're not on the air and we don't take calls. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy, Absolutely. Peggy might be one of those ones that's been hacking our site. She could be positive, Peggy. You know, with the um, she might be sitting at home isolating. All but, right. Um, the Tancred. So, so yeah. just if anyone's wondering why uh, Nick sounds like he's talking from under six feet of water, it's because he is calling from another location and um, we're keeping our distancing. Right. Yeah, we're, we're 2K apart. We're 2K apart, yeah. Uh, so the Tancred, yeah. Um, so that was we had a good week last week. The Tancred, we went one out on Very mm-hmm. Elegant, which was a wise decision in the end. 
There was a, that was a short favourite, but it, geez, it was beautiful. It won easy, didn't it? Really, it, it killed him. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. said last week if it if it gets over two to one, jump on it, and it started at two dollars twenty or two dollars thirty. So that was a pretty good, pretty good pick, little pick up, you know. Mm-hmm. No, and what else was it? the vinery? Um, well, just on the Tancred, the um, the first four for that paid one hundred and sixty three bucks, and the right. the first four horses passed the post were essentially the top four horses in the race. That's bizarre, isn't it? Are you sure? Or was that – so the, the favourite was a $2 or something. Yeah, I know. It's like how much is that? Okay, some long shot. 163. You can't remember the horses, can you? Well, the longest shot was Mirage Dancer, which came third in the Caulfield Cup. Um, so that yeah. – and the other the others were like um, Avilius, I think, came second, didn't Yeah, they? right. My, I was on Avilius. It yeah. came second, yeah. 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 And then – Mukta here or something like that, I think came third, so, which was one oh, of the yeah, favourites. Oh yeah, I had that as a actually had that as a. Uh, um, there you go. You yeah, tried. That was like top three. Yeah, you could you could have got the first four, paid one hundred and sixty. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, try it. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it's playing that much. I'm going to double check. I'm, I'm going to get back to you on that. I'm going to. Can you tape that bit where you said that's what it got paid? Everything's taped. <laughs> Good. So how do we go in the next league? Uh, so the Vinery was um, well. We went wide in that leg, which was probably our downfall in the end because the system had that shout the bar at um, oh, at four to one, that, and, yeah. and it's I got it at twenty to one Saturday morning. I think it started yeah. at around fifteen or sixteen. So um, you know what? I was spewing because I, I forgot to put. I was going to back that, and I didn't. I got distracted, I think, and also that long shot that you were. You know, what was it, Nudge or something? Nudge, yeah. Yeah, that, that was 26 Yeah, I forgot I was well. going to put a place bet on that, and I didn't. I forgot to do that too. Yeah, and the other two that made up the first four in that leg were um, in were um, the two favourites in that. So, And that paid two, two and a half grand, that one. Uh, wow, yeah. Well, that was a good win, though. That was a good pick, that. Um, that's, what was the one that won that? Shout the bar. Shout the bar, yeah, that was good. So you should probably do that next time we're allowed to drink down the pub together. Oh, I was going to do it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. What's happening tomorrow? Well, oh, we're going to win again? No, there'll be no one there. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, not, you, you said that wasn't even going to run last week. I wish I'd take that. You were, you were going on about how that we definitely weren't going to run, and we were. We did. Yeah, I didn't think anyway. we would run, yeah. That's good, good. Well, just it's all a day-by-day proposition, really, isn't it? Yeah. So what's the quaddy? How do we end up at the quaddy? Well, we end up with the first three, three legs. legs. Yeah, we had the first three legs and we had um, two 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 oh, live units right. in the last and it paid nearly three grand. So we didn't get well, that, the last. So um, Well, that last one, you know, the one that uh, number four, I've forgotten its name, it was in the same colours as the horse that won. They were riding right next to each other. Yeah. And I just was distracted for a second. And I looked back, and there it was, taking off, and I thought it was ours, and I thought, oh, that's yes, that was that, we had Galois, I think it was four. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and um, and it was the one that won was in the same colours, uh, and I got it mixed up. Well, I sort of like optimistically got it mixed up. I think if I that disappointed you, yeah. listen to this, Bendigo, the quaddy paid twice as much, and it was uh-huh. it paid nearly six grand, and it was right up our alley. Tw- oh. Twenty to one shot, a four to one shot. A twenty to one shot, and another. What was it? Oh, so the fa- the, the favourite won the last. I think it perfectly was perfectly profiled. Perfect. You know, it's Caulfield this week too. Is actually, so I haven't looked at that yet, but I'm going to have a look. Mm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, look, so you know, we, we missed get that last leg. Yeah, we missed the quaddy, but for, look, I thought it was a pretty good day's punning. Anyway, did we learn anything, Gary? What What, what did we learn? 
What did I learn this week? Um, yeah. I learned that safe That's distancing true. safe distancing means different things to different people. And um, the Frankston police were investigating sex workers and they were observing too many people were not, obser- not, were not uh, maintaining safe distances in, at, the broth- at the brothel. And then today I heard on the news at Ge- in Geelong there's a traffic jam down there outside the brothel. So Are you you're talking about those massage parlors? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about safe, you know, safe distances They're and massa- that. The massage parlors, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, surely they should they should be closed down. It's not brothels. Oh. You're saying they're brothels. Well, these were prostitutes that they were talking about in Frankston. Oh, okay. Oh, the Franger. Yeah, because like because you don't. Yeah, well, you, well, you don't like massages, do you? <laughs> You don't know, but you don't normally have. You don't normally go from. You don't like strangers touching me like that. No. Fair enough. Yeah, because because I mean I do, but I must admit, you know, I've had I have had some bad ones. You know, like it was um, just when you're saying that. Uh, I reckon it was about 20 years ago. The boys went up to King's Cross, three of us, right, and we stayed up in this hotel, and it, in the place it had a steam bath with massage. Turned out to be a men's only nude gay thing, you know, with big swinging dicks and that, and. And uh, we had to have a massage. I was first. Oh, my God. I actually paid to get violated for an hour. And I went back to the bedroom. I lay down the bed. The next guy, let's call him H, walked in an hour later, white as a ghost, muttering, suing. He was going to sue somebody in that. And then an hour later, the third guy, let's call him Frank, burst in, triumphantly, <laughs> arms up in there going, how good was that? I booked again for next week. <laughs> what, what were you doing in that place? Oh, Frank, this guy had organised. He lived up in Sydney. He goes, oh, I've got the best place, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, my God, it was full on. And, um, and I thought, yes, that was – you should always find out what you get yourself into when you pay, you, you know, you pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something. Well, But anyway, I, it sounds like, the, it sounds that, like Frank is the new King's Cross, I reckon. It, that sounds like a better lessons learned than the one I had. <laughs> All right, um – A word from our sponsors coming up. You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-Day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. There's a queue outside Jim Bradley every morning. They must be stuffing their punching bags with shit tickets. Uh, so they're the last manufacturer left in Australia, Gaza. So they've got the market to themselves because you can't import anything right now. All the um, Pakistan and India have closed down their borders where all the boxing stuff comes from. Not only can you not import, everyone's stuck at home looking for some exercise to do. I mean, soon we won't we be do, allowed yeah, to go yeah. out and walk. Like, yeah. Well, you can't play table tennis by yourself, can you? Hey, um, <laughs> you have to be quick. So what's, what's the news this week? The news, well, look... From the racing industry point of view, I heard the Caulfield Cup is going to be uh, pulled back from five million to two million. So that was in the news. Well, that's understandable, uh, isn't it? That's understandable. And the guys from Mooney Valley said, "Well, we won't even run the Cox Plate if there's not going to be a crowd there. We just that's not not for us." So um, some well, big changes also coming the up. Imported race horses from overseas, and that won't be coming. I guess they won't become. Yeah. They won't be coming if it's lockdown and or anything like lockdown. You know, partial lockdown or whatever. Staged, but goes back to stage well, two or something. They won't. Well, be should coming. we have races? 
during the big V? Well, that's an interesting I mean, there's question. No other, there's no other sport on telly. I mean, why should racing be exempt? Look, my my thinking on that is that originally I thought we probably shouldn't have them, um, but now I'm starting to think that they're okay. And the reason I changed is I heard a doctor talking and he said the main thing that they had to do when the virus started was it was all about testing. And so when someone was identified as a positive, it was like, who are all the people that they were in contact with? Test them all and find out where, you know, keep tracking the virus. So that's the number of tests they do. Once, some, once you get a crowd at the races, you can't do it. You've lost the thread. You don't know who they've run into, who, who, was, who used a tap before someone else or anything like that, right? Yeah, but they haven't got the crowd, yeah. So as long as the crowd's gone, yeah, I don't see a problem with the racing going I think also on. as an industry too, with that swine flu, you know, even though they put a lot of measures in place to stand them in good stead, and I sort of buy that they probably were a bit of a step ahead because they had to protect the horses a few years ago. And, um, you know, you hear that, the industry could collapse. Um, so, you know, we've got to show a bit of perspicacity and you know, sometimes to treat everything equally, you've got to treat them all different, don't you? You know, it's people's lives, their jobs. And also people at home, I think it's a mental health, you know, shining light to look forward to live, look forward to something on the, on, on a weekend and you can read a paper and you know, I'm starting the form a lot harder than I used to, so I don't know if that will make any difference. <laughs> yeah, you know, but just, good, that's, like it's, that's just more lost time. Yeah, I think that guys, you know, we, we all got to stop blaming the Chinaman for eating uh, eating a bat. You know, I think we've got to blame ourselves, you know, <laughs> for having for having no action while other people around the world live in such poverty and starvation. They're forced to eat food that we'd never consider. You know, it's like if you burn fossil fuels, you get global warming. If you have poverty, you get disease. You know, so. I yeah, I had, I, had a, I had a slightly different view on on that. Like, so I agree with I agree with the fact that the racing without crowds goes ahead because it's just like a building site that's got builders on it that are working. Um, it's the yeah. professionals are there and they've got their controls in place and they keep their distance and blah blah blah. So that's fine as long as the as long as the you know the anonymous crowd isn't there where you can lose track of the virus if you pick it up. So I agree well, with it's that. It's like the only sport that doesn't need a crowd. I yeah. mean, you can you, you you know you can get away with just enjoying the. I, I'm I'm there to watch the race. To be honest, not really the crowd when I go to the races. Yeah, I'm not sure where you're so, going with those third world people and that. I, I I didn't follow you there, but I will say this. Oh, I just yeah, um, just gone. I just wonder if there's a connection between the virus and the people that don't believe in global warming, and um, by that I mean with the. Um, with the people that don't believe in global warming, typically they're fairly conservative and they don't want to change and it's really not happening and it's not happening to us or God will look after us, whatever their reasons are. And I think in some countries where they've been really slow to respond to the coronavirus, um, they have the same thinking. They have, you know, it's not as bad as people are making out and, you know, we don't really believe the science and, you know, it's all over-exaggerated it's a big conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. So they're slow to respond. So then you see in those countries, look at what's happening in New York, look what's happening in the UK, and you go, you know, conservative governments that are slow to respond and recognise the things the scientists are telling them, they're getting whacked. And uh, that's that's a connection that I'm seeing and thinking is happening, possibly happening here when you see double the numbers of cases in Sydney and, and um, Brisbane's got, or Queensland's got a similar number of cases to Victoria, only like a couple of hundred less, you know. But, yeah, anyway, that's that's my view on it all. 
Well, that's good. So you didn't understand mine. I didn't understand yours. So we're even now. <laughs> but, you know, I have an ethos, and, and the difference between a shit life and a great life is nothing. The sun just comes up every day, and um, so, like, you know, got to make the most of things. And Nick, this week, there's some race race meeting on, so let's go to the races and have a chat to see. There are four races coming up. The English size, Gaza, two-year-old uh, two Colts. 1400. The English size, yeah. Look, I didn't put this one through the system. I can't really run the system when there's no ratings available on the horses that are running. So um, all I did was have a bit of a look at it myself. I didn't mind number eight, I Kirk, which is a nine to one. Um, oh, yeah. It's run, it's run over the distance before. Um, good run at its last start. So I thought that looks okay. Probably, I'd probably be keen to, you know, put that in the quaddy or. Um, yeah, well, no. I'm probably going to have a bet on um, um, Mammogram, which is a favourite. So, um, and I think I like Prague as well. But um, yeah, it's pretty hard. Two year old, and, yeah. and you know, you wouldn't put Sorry, much money on it. Race six yeah. isn't the first league of the quad, is it? Race seven's the first league. No, yeah. but it's a, it, it is a group one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. So race so seven. Um, so, race so seven, yeah. yeah, race seven. So that's the derby. So that's an that's, that's a, the, the derby. So three year olds. We've got two year olds, and now a three year old. Yeah, but, and also none of them really ran that. Di- a couple of them are ran that distance. Yeah, but the, I think it's part of the triple crown. This isn't it? The final one. Um, yeah, it's the sec- the I think it's the second last one. Yeah, there's one more after this. I think. There's, oh, is there? No, I think this is the last. Mm, there's a two. Had- there's a two year old triple crown, and there's a three year old triple crown, isn't there? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm not I sure. I might have lost one. Okay. Anyway, so who are you liking this? Uh, the system's got uh, Castle Vecchio on top at, you know, around about three to one. So um, that's mm-hmm. looking pretty good. But I find that horse a little bit hot and cold. Like sometimes it runs and just kills everything. Like it ran a third in the Cox Plate and then other times mm-hmm. it just doesn't do anything. So I'm sort of a bit, mm-hmm. you know, gun shy of that thing. Um, yeah. Shadow Hero's been pretty solid, so... Um, that's rated second and uh, at four to one, but there's a horse that's rated at seven to one called Sherwood Forest. And when I saw that pop up and the odds of the toe to fourteen to one, I thought, you know, it's not the top pick by the system, but I still sort of liked it. It's it ran a um, it's run the distance over in uh, New Zealand in Ellerslie, so that's a big big. Um, I think it's their Derby actually. It might have been over where it ran the distance, ran the two thousand four hundred, and the time it ran it in was a really good time. It was like 2 minutes 26 for 2,400 metres. That's two seconds faster than the course, than the uh, race record um, for the Australian Derby, which is hold, held by Octagonal. So that's not a bad time, you know. And I think it's carrying it's carrying the same weight. Um, so I thought, you know, at 14 to 1 on the tote, 7 to 1 with the system, I'm just going to say let's chuck that in the quaddy. I like Eric Deal, but the, what we're going to go on the three you mentioned in the uh, their first league in the quaddy. You know what and I like about Eric the Eel? What? Its name. Yeah. To, no. So uh, we're going field the next leg at the T, at, at the TJ Smithy Stakes. Um, uh, why are we doing that? Well, this one. Short leg. Yeah, it's it's a, a short chance. it's a short leg for a field like it's like about twelve horses in or something. Um, Not going to get a hundred to one win, that's for sure. I reckon. No, but you know nature strips in it, and uh, the system's got that on top at at three eighty four dollars. Yeah, I like that. 
But then there's a swagger horses that come in at around, you know, between sevens and eights and nines around there. You know, everything's in that that range. Actually, there is one horse at 150 to one, Gaza. It's the White Moth, and that's the Tony Longshot, 150 to one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so um, like the track and like the distance and just maybe a little bit out of form, but you know. So we've got it covered if we're saying field. Yeah, we want that horse. That's who we're barracking for. Well, the, field. The, the that'll post make, that'll but. Take a lot. The posties yeah. reckon um, trekking at mm. is currently at like twenty five to one or something. Um, but if at trekking at twenty five to one, it's a bloody decent horse. It came third. What are in they? The, is that their special? Is that their late that's mail? Their, that's their bet. Is that they said you know it came so third in the shot. third in the Everest and it's twenty if it's twenty five to one they're on it. Okay, well that's that one. And uh, then we've gone race nine, the the Doncaster, the Donny Mile. Uh, a this, mile again. This is a really tough one, and you know, material measuring. The system couldn't get anything lower than about I think six to one was the lowest it got. Um, that was Brandenburg, which mm. you know, lightweight will go up up front, so be a good chance. But if it's a heavy track, we don't know how it's going to run on a heavy well, track. It's going to so, be soft, yeah. yeah well, it That's could it could be heavy by by Saturday, right? So uh, we don't know I'm how those lightweights are going to run. They haven't run on heavy tracks before, so mm. I'm sort of a little bit wary of them. And I like Melody Bell, which is a, just a proven tracks wet track mm. specialist. Yeah, I don't think it's a standout for me. You know, I might put a bet on Super Super Seth, but I. Really couldn't pick one a standout one in that race. I think, you know, it would be anyone could win that, and we would go field if it didn't have probably twenty horses in it, which would be would end up a very small percentage. Yeah, of it. that'd be so, just a waste of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, if a long shot one, it wouldn't be. But I think that it would be. Um, I think there's a lot of chances. Pretty hard to pick, and probably you're right. Melody Bell would probably win, but it's got you know it's a top weight. So. I mean, it's weight for ages, isn't it? Is that no? It's no, not. It's a no, handicap. It's handicap, yeah. So yeah. it's the top weight, yeah. So. Yeah, but you know, maybe you, Melody Bell's small horse. Melody Bell's carrying weight for age, and then you get Brandenburg's carrying six six kilos underweight for age. So you go, hmm, it levels things up, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So, and the final leg, we're going one out again, which you hate doing on a Ruby Saki, which uh, Nash is on, and he's going to bring it home for us. Yeah. You notice that you know. There's no Craig Williams up there this week. They're all staying put, which I I I do prefer. I just don't think they should be travelling, and that that's just going to undo it all. Like, let, let, there's enough good local jockeys to uh, to, to do these races. Yeah, so yeah. Glad, glad they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I liked I liked that one, the Rubisaki, whatever it's called, however you pronounce it. I liked Pinsek and Akari as well, but uh, happy to go one out on the favourite there for the last. Yeah, we sort of ran out of, we had to go one out somewhere. It's a really hard uh, day to pick a one out because um, we've got some big fields and then two-year-olds and three-year-olds that haven't run that distance. So there's a lot of unknown to be going one out. Yeah. Um, I have a superstitious tip as well in race six, number nine. Uh, the saddle cloth is the same as the barrier, which I love that. So I'm going to probably put a bet on um, on on number six there. On number so six, uh, sorry, number yeah. six in what race? Oh, sorry, um, so number nine in race six. Number nine um, in race uh, six. Yeah. Who is so number nine? Do Bartley, you know? because Bartley. Bartley. Okay. I I yeah, reckon it might come it might come ninth. 
<laughs> or quick on six. Yeah, no, but it's like um, nine is a lucky number. So not if, you, not, not if that's what you come. <laughs> no, not if you come nine. You're probably <laughs> in a nine-horse race. That's right. And, you, you know, if, the, the way they look after horses in some states, you wouldn't want to come last or nine. Yeah, mind you, some yeah. some companies look after people like that. Yeah, it's, 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 it appears to be like that. Well, some companies really can't afford to look after people. Unfortunately, they you know live a bit from hand to mouth. Well, um, I I remember a few years ago, PwC used to do reviews of their staff, mm-hmm. and if you were the bottom person in your department, you were sacked. And the next year, they'd get someone in, some gun in, so the next year they'd review them and someone else was the bottom. So when you say the bottom one, like the smallest person? <laughs> yeah, if only. <laughs> Just stay you, you know, See, I'm really, I'm really wrapped that you let me put my superstitious tip in. I didn't think you'd like that, the sort of having a superstitious tip. You can say what you want, but it's not going in the quiet. Okay. Because, you, you know, like, what's your, what, what's your um, horoscope? My ho- Gemini. Is that what you mean? Oh, you, so you know your horoscope, yeah, because yeah. everyone does. Yeah. But why? You know, you're a scientist. Do you know much about constellations and that? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. If you're, what did you say? You're Gemini. Yeah. Like you were born in Melbourne, right? Yeah. And yet the Gemini constellations in the northern hemisphere. So, so why says, don't we sorry, have sorry, own... sorry. Who says that? Well, isn't it? No. Well, the horoscopes weren't designed. That, that wasn't. Didn't that come from the northern hemisphere? No. Well, they don't have the Southern Cross. The horoscopes, the stars you see on your horoscope are the ones that float around Go as the Earth spins. You can see them from all parts of the Earth. They're not north of the – if you imagine the Earth is a ball, they're not in the north sky or the south sky. They're oh. out to the side. So as the world, as the Earth turns, you can see them. Everyone can see them. So everyone's born under them. So I was going to say we should have our own ones, Danny, like Southern Cross, Austin, or uh, they, first, Southern Cross. So, so Southern Southern Cross is if you're looking south, it's like below the South Pole. So from the Northern Hemisphere, you can't see that one. So, so exactly, yeah. Why? Why can't we be born under that? Let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> we'll post our selections on our Facebook page, so you can see uh, you can see what our tips are. Good. <laughs> Next week, we've got four Group 1s with the Queen Lizzie, Sydney Cup, um, Aussie Oaks, uh, all-distance races, and the Queen of the Turf. Stay safe and remember, don't touch your face. <laughs> I gather. Good instructions. Remember, do you remember Nippy Day in Bali? You had to stay inside for a whole 24 hours. Welcome to Nippy Year. <laughs> <laughs> or Nippy Nicky Six Months, probably. You can have that at any old horse. Oh, good stuff. That's what we want to hear. Thank you for listening to Tipstars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au. And remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nichemark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nichemark to get started.